Welcome back to the Lindsay Morgan Snyder podcast, where we are all about the internal world, the interior life. Speaking of which, we have a workshop coming up. If you like this podcast, it is not really supported by anyone except yours truly. But if you buy my products, that helps me continue to do this. So if you have any interest in facing and overcoming your inner critic so that you can step into the new thing that God has for you, then I suggest going to the show notes, paying $27 hairs, $27, and jumping in this live workshop that I am going to do at the end of the month. Would love to have you be a part of that. All right, welcome to the show. I was going to do these two podcasts as two separate ones, but we're just going to put them all in one. So we today are going to talk about the stories of overcoming the inner critic when it came to starting a podcast and starting a business with no money from the ground up. Sounds logical, right? With God, yes, sounds pretty logical. Or God isn't always logical, right? But he is pretty faith-driven and, well, our faith, which luckily he authors, right? The Bible says that he's the author and perfecter of our faith, so it's not something we need to muster up. But I've found in my own experience that it is something you have to walk out with him. And it is a wild adventure, but there is nothing better in the world than doing life with Jesus. Nothing I found in my 46 years on this earth. And I mean, that's halfway through, you know, I'm doing pretty good. So I think that, uh, yeah, I'm glad to have found it at this point in my life. So I am excited to talk about this with you for the main reason of I want to inspire you. I want to, this is not because I want to tell my story. I have better things to do than just hear and tell my story. But I want to inspire you. I want to inspire you because God is releasing things into all of our lives all the time. And there are moments where he is like, let's go do this. And if we miss it, it's okay because he brings it back around. But there's always a strategy behind it. Now, in my experience, the strategy doesn't always look like what we would call strategy here on earth. We would probably do it different, right? We would have A plus B equals C, but in my experience, that is not how God has functioned in my life. It's usually like Z plus T equals B minus, you get the picture. You know, it's like all over the map. Now, is that because I have a creative butterfly brain? I don't know, maybe, but I also think he loves adventures. You know, he loves adventures and he loves helping us over our, what I call ouchies. I know some of you are much more professional and adult and like to call it other things. But I just like to keep it light because I think we can get really intense with our inner healing journeys, myself included. Hello, about a decade. I was so intense. I stressed myself out trying to get all the inner healing that I needed, which look, I needed a lot. So, you know, there's that. But uh, he ended up telling me 
later, hey, Lindsay, uh, healing can be fun, which I was like, well, that's new to me. News to me, God, that is new and news to me. So I want this to inspire you, right? That whatever may be something that's percolating inside of you, be it a business, be it a podcast, be it any other adventure that he might have for you, that uh, it is an adventure with him and it is one well worth taking. And there are some inner, inner critical critters that will probably try to stop you. So let's talk about it, shall we? All right, all right, all right. Hey guys, this episode of the podcast and this series on the inner critic is actually sponsored by the workshop that's coming up that is all about the inner critic. And I'm telling you, it's gonna be fire because God has given me some amazing revelation. I'm so excited to share it with you. So if you are resonating with this podcast and you're like, I might need a little more help, this workshop is only $27 this time. Guys, that is the lowest it'll ever be. That's pretty much like pocket change. Although I've been in poor seasons where that wasn't pocket change. That was a step of faith. Either way, go to the show notes, log in, register, and you will also be helping support this podcast. So thanks so much. All right, back to the show. Okay, let's start with the podcast. Overcoming all of the issues in my head (laughs) to start my podcast. I remember I had three, what I would call prophetic words about it. Uh, Three different people told me that I should start a podcast. And I still had to get over my internal struggle to actually do it. And I am a justifier. I am a storyteller till the cows come home. So I can tell myself stories and I can justify things and I can kind of talk around things for like ever. (laughs) Go figure. Um, So I would have to take like long, 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 long walks on the beach actually, which is, I know, pretty special. We all have our gifts, right? (laughs) Mine is to live by the water. So I would have to take these long walks. And I remember like, like trying to get something out of me. Like there was this block inside of me and it didn't really look like a block on the outside, but it was inside of me. And it just was like, like just giving me every reason why that that isn't going to work right now. You don't really know how to do that. Like, but it was in my thoughts and it wasn't really clear what it was saying. It was just like this fog in between the idea of doing it and then actually doing it. There was this like fog, you know, if you can imagine. And it it wasn't clear why I couldn't do it. It just was like this kind of fog of like, for some reason, I can't do that. And I didn't really know why. Now, I know why now. It's just that little inner critic internally that's trying to stop you. Now, if you're not quite aware of all the thoughts in your head, sometimes it's very, very, very like distant. Like the the 
thoughts that are stopping you, they're not clear. You're not able to really even discern they're happening to you. They're kind of in the back of your head if you've ever heard people talking about kind of like a cassette playing in the back of your head. And I mean, I was taking classes. I was really trying to push through that. And I I did end up pushing through that, obviously, and started this podcast. Hello. (laughs) Hello, I'm Lindsay. I started a podcast actually 102 episodes ago. Can we celebrate? 102. Here we are. Um, So, but I'm telling you, it was a long process, even though I had three very distinct prophetic words from three different people within like three months to start a podcast. And I just, I, I couldn't do it and I didn't know why. But again, I'm really good at like storytelling. So I would tell stories to myself, you know, and, and it was hard for me to break through, break through from like the story I was telling myself in the head, the story I was telling myself in my head. And then this fog and I couldn't break through to just do it. And you know, there wasn't really a magic button that got me there either. It was a lot of like processing that out that ended up just kind of one step at a time, you know, really pushing through, pushing through with God. And then also the content God led me to, to help me push through. But it it honestly, okay, again, I use this metaphor a lot and it's a little gross possibly, you know, if you've never had a kid, I've never had a kid. So people are really like, why is Lindsay using this metaphor again? But it did honestly feel like I was like pushing out some kind of child, you know, like out of my brain, you know, like it was just like, I, I, I knew it was in me, right? I knew this podcast was in me. I knew God had placed it in me because he gave a word about it to three, not random people, but people randomly, they weren't connected, So he was trying to get it to me, right? And he knew it was already in me. But for me to literally like push past all of the shenanigans in my head to actually do it was a little bit of a process, right? But as I went on that journey, you know, God was like crazy faithful because here were all my excuses. Well, I have no money, which I had no money, and actually, three weeks before I started the podcast, kind of makes me want to tear up. I'm not going to cry. Don't worry. Um, I, like, everything I owned was stolen out of a storage unit. Like, I had everything I owned in a storage unit because I was in transition. Someone clipped the lock and literally unloaded it like they were me. Like, they literally took everything out. I mean, there was, like, one box left with, honestly, a couple things that were special. So, praise God for that. But, like, it was devastating. Like I'm 40 some years old. Everything I've ever owned was in there, you know, and it is not gone. And I mean, I, I could barely function, but like for some reason, I'm not saying like that was what then had me start the podcast. I'm not saying that, but there was something about like that happening. It just made me, I don't know. I can't remember the exact process, unfortunately, but like it was three weeks later that I pressed record on my first podcast and you know and 
I have started other things kind of a little willy-nilly, like, look, we're just going to throw this out there. It's not really thought through. I'm just going to press go. But the podcast was very thought through. It was very prayed into. I'll never forget, well, God, what do you want me to do a podcast on? I mean, I had no desire for this, so I had no ideas, really. And uh, I felt like the Lord said to me something that a pastor at Bethel had said to me when I went uh, on a mission trip and they they asked me to speak at a church because my pastor had said, that's your anointing, Lindsay. Your anointing is is to speak, which I thought was like, <laughs> so sweet. So, you know, when we went on these mission trips, they would activate us and what they saw our gifting was, right? So if people were gifted to lead worship, they would have them lead worship, you know? If they were gifted to speak, they would have them speak, you know? So that if they were gifted to lead, they'd have them lead. So the pastor would kind of see, okay, this is what I... I see that God has gifted this person with, so we're going to activate them on this mission trip and have them do that, right? So so my pastor, Richard Gordon, who was amazing. Well, actually, his wife, Libby Gordon, was my pastor, but he was the pastor of our mission trip, the leader of our mission trip. He was also a pastor. He was like, your gifting is to speak. So I want you to speak at this church called Jake's House Church, which is really funny because I don't know if it's about a year earlier. I'm just telling you guys how fun God is. Okay. This is why I'm telling you the story. God is fun. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's my favorite. Okay. So a year earlier, someone had said to me <clears throat> something about Jake. There's like, they're like, do you know a Jake? Like there's something like they'd gotten a word of knowledge about Jake. So, of course, I'm like, maybe Jake's my husband. I wonder if I'm going to meet a Jake and he's going to be my husband. You know, I was like all like looking out for a Jake, right? And I, I, I know a Jake in my past who was really a special person to me. Um, So I just was like, I wonder what Jake means. You know, I totally thought it was a husband. Well, fast forward six months or a year. I can't remember the timing. I was now speaking at Jake's house church. So I was like, yo, that's what God was telling that person. I was like, cool, God. So anyway... All of that to say, where were we? Man, we went down a bunny trail. But anyway, we're back. We're back. We had to talk about how fun God was for a minute. So that's okay. So anyway, that pastor, I remembered where we were. That pastor, Richard Gordon, had said to me, I'm like, what what am I supposed to speak on? You know, And he goes, speak on what you know. Speak on what you know. And I thought, okay, okay, cool. You know, so I did that. But fast forward, I think it was probably, I don't know, three years later, getting ready to start this podcast. And I'm just like praying and asking God, like, what, what do you want me to do this podcast on God? Because this is not my idea. And I felt like God reminded me of that. Speak on what you know. Speak on what you know. I was like, okay. You know, I was like, cool, God. And then I felt like he said, And the only two directives I got from God were speak on what you know or do it on what you know, which my current business coach says, use what's in your hand, which that's Pedro Deo. I'd love to give credit where credit is due. He's a great guy. Um, But speak on what you know. And the other directive God gave me was do it in seasons so that it can grow with you. Well, what does that mean, Lord? Well, he knows, right? He knows the future. So he knew things would shift and change. And, you know, I'd be on a journey. I'd be on an adventure because that's what we do. So it is important to, like, you know, get the info from God. Like, what is he telling you to do? And so 
I took it very seriously. You know, even though I actually had no money and just lost everything I owned three weeks earlier. I mean, it was like not a good time in my life. <laughs> but I hear the story a lot that people like they're in the dark and then that's when things um like innovation happens, I've heard, you know, when, when like in the darkest times of, of like the world, of people's lives, you know, and someone smarter than me could get into the history of that with you. But um, I've heard that. I've heard that a lot, actually, just from other humans. And then like I've read that before um, in books about just, you know, history and culture and stuff. So I feel like that's kind of what happened to me, you know, like it was the darkest time in a long time in my life. Like I just, I was already in a hard season and then it just got harder. And so, but in, out of the ashes, I, um, you know, felt called to do this and had finally, you know, the three months prior were kind of me like walking out the inner critic, (laughs) walking through, you know, overcoming, but But I really thought through it and I was like, okay, what do I know? You know, well, I know, I know about love himself, who is God. The Bible says that God is love. Doesn't say that he created love. Doesn't say he's the best at love, although he did and he is. The Bible says God is love. And I just found that fascinating. And I wrote a book about it, as you know. And so, you know, that's what I know. That's what I know. So so season one, right, was love himself welcomes you. Now, they always say you're going to look back at your the beginning of whatever you've done and kind of snicker a little bit at yourself, you know. And, uh, you know, I don't go back and listen to that because I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I mean, I think the content was probably fine, but like just like my ability to like be confident or whatnot, I'm sure was lacking. So I'm sure it was all over the place. Plus, I just remember in the midst of that season, God saying, well, why don't you interview some of your friends, you know, who work in Hollywood and love me? And I thought, oh, yeah, I do have a lot of friends like that. So I interviewed, I think my first interview was with my friend Sonia. And uh, she is a darling, darling friend of mine, friend from, uh, my first friend ever in Los Angeles, she's, she's like a great actress. I mean, she's been on lots of stuff. She's in The Chosen. She was uh, in a Marvel TV show. I forget the name of it right now. But anyway, she's great. And but the funniest part is you guys like I had no idea and no money and no equipment, right? So I like go over to their house in Culver City. They're literally packing up her and her husband to move back to Hawaii. And so we are sitting on her couch. I have my phone. I am literally like talking on my phone and then I'm putting the phone, like the phone speaker over to her for her to, for her to talk, you know, and then back to me for me to talk. And I mean, it was hilarious. Like it was so, it was the first time I've ever interviewed anyone. Like it was my first time. Right. But it was fun. And it, you know, I wouldn't probably listen to it because I'd probably be so embarrassed of like the questions I asked and like, I just would probably be like, Lindsay, but anyway, you got to start somewhere. And, uh, yeah, so it was really special actually. And then I interviewed my friend, Stephanie Ortiz, uh, Goss actually. And she, she's been on my podcast twice. Uh, so is Sonia actually. Wow. My first two, they had reruns, but yeah, she's darling human. My goodness. She's just beautiful and has just been a model and actress for a long time, for a lot, many years. I mean, she's done really cool stuff with brands you've heard of 
off the cuff for sure. Um, some of them I think were kind of, she wasn't allowed to talk about. So, um, anyway, we didn't get into the brands, but yeah, she's a really special person and her husband is my CPA in case you need a CPA. Anyway, I diverge. Um, so that was kind of the beginning of the podcast, 102 episodes ago. So just know that as soon as you get through that overcritic, what did I just say? As soon as you get through that overcritic, what are you talking about, Lindsay? As soon as you get over that inner critic, then the adventure begins and the adventure is far from like perfect, right? Like, I mean, you just have to do it. And it's probably even with all your best laid plans, which I laid pretty good plans for my season one. Like it was still really awkward you know so it's not like I'm gonna overcome the critic once and for all and then it's done and then it's smooth sailing like I kind of wish that was the story but as you continue to overcome and overcome and overcome and overcome it becomes more smooth sailing but then there's another project (laughs) and in my life the inner critic shows back up (laughs) and he's like hi well, he doesn't really introduce himself. He comes in kind of sly. Anyway, I won't, I won't continue on. Uh, so we're 15 minutes in, guys. I was going to do actually another story about starting a business and the hilarity of, is that a word, hilarity? It is now. But the hilarity of like that process um, to also inspire you to just get out there and go for it. But I think we're going to save that. I'm going to do a second podcast on that, actually, which was the original plan. Look at me going back to the well-laid plans. So I am hoping that this inspired you because that was the point. I want to inspire you to, like, like be aware, you know, of what's holding you back and find some ways to, like, push through that baby, you know? so that you can do your first podcast so then someday you can do your 102nd podcast which is kind of amazing when I think about it and the shenanigans that happened during were hilarious and I there were inner critics I had to get over in the middle of it you know at, at different season changes when I had different guests like when when like I got to interview you know for some reason the president of In-N-Out Burger. Like I'm no one. I mean, I'm a child of God, but like I, (laughs) I have, you know, about a thousand followers on Instagram. So does everyone else. Like there is no reason this woman should have come on my podcast. She doesn't even take interviews. Like it was obviously a God divine connection, but I was nervous as all get out, you know, because her PR company was on the call. Like it was like very, you know, um, you know, it was very, uh, different is I guess the best word, you know, than like just interviewing my friends, you know, it was even though my friends are very, you know, kind of important people, some of them like interviewing this woman who I didn't know, um, you know, and is busy, (laughs) you know, and I had to talk to her PR firm and I had to talk to her VP before, you know, I got to talk to her and what I loved about her, uh, was that she, she, her PR, or I'm sorry, her um, vice president said to me, she loves people like you. She loves the underdog. And I thought, <laughs> and that's why I, in my podcast course that I have, um, I teach people, I'm like, look, I'm like, 
just be you. Like don't fake it till you make it. That's the worst idea ever, I think. I'm like, be you because being you is going to connect you to the right people more than faking it till you make it because everybody's faking it till I'm making it and people can see right through that. So, so I had to overcome my inner critic like even in the midst of doing the thing, right? Um, I also strangely got to interview Randy Spelling <laughs> um, from like 90210, you know, like his dad was like a prolific producer of TV, still the most prolific producer um, of TV, Aaron Spelling and his sister, Tori Spelling, you know, she's obviously uh, very well known. And so how did that happen? You know, but, but I had, but if I wouldn't have like worked on my inner critic, you know, like, which I had by then a lot, you know, I just, I just felt like, well, why wouldn't I just, you know, give it a shot? You know, I was watching a show that his dad produced and I thought, who is Aaron Spelling? I didn't know much about him, right? And so, and I'm really interested in TV and film and have written some stuff and, you know, doing some stuff on the DL. But anyway, um, and so I was like, who is, like, Aaron Spelling? Like, what's his story? So I love people's stories, you know? So I go and I read about him and I'm like, oh, interesting. He had a son, a daughter. Oh, Tori Spelling. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was like, oh, Randy Spelling. I don't know who that is, you know? And so I thought, well, I'm just gonna, you know, look him up. So I look him up and I'm like, oh, wow, he's a life coach. Like, you know, he's, I'm not a life coach. I don't call myself that, but you know, like he loves talking about similar things that I like to talk about, you know, just like the inner world as I like to call it. And so I look him up on Instagram and I thought, why not? You know, that's how I got an interview with, um, you know, Lindsay Snyder, who is the president of In-N-Out Burger. I know, same name. That's fun. Um, So I just reached out to Randy and I was like, hey, I'm kind of nobody, but (laughs) I was watching a show your dad produced. And I mean, I was just very Lindsay. (laughs) There was no pretending. Because why would I pretend? Like, there's no point. Like, it's not going to, I can't pretend to be this like cool person. And then they're like, oh, she's got a thousand Instagram followers. Obviously, She's just a normal human, you know, like why should we, we should not pretend it's silly. So anyway, but then I got to interview him, which was also a little nerve wracking because like he's sort of like a big deal. Now I know in the Lord, we're all a big deal, but in the world, some people have a little more, you know, a little more, there's just a little more status there. So, you know, that was very like, ah, you know, like here comes my inner critic coming to chat with me, you know? And so we just have to have strategies, you know, on how to wrangle that when it comes up to talk to us. But, you know, as we get doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, obviously becomes less. Now I can just bust on here and like talk to you guys, right? It's fun. But um, didn't start out that way. And, but then the thing is, then there's the next thing that God has you do or the next desire or dream on your heart. So it's like, then here he comes again. Some people call it a girl, uh, the inner critic. Uh, one of my, uh, one of my favorites, Alexia. Uh, she is one of my uh, certification. She's actually certified in my content and my method, which is so cool. She's actually a coach, so I certify coaches in what I do. I'm in my content, which I love because I don't really want to be a coach, but they're amazing, and so she's one of them. But she calls uh, the inner critic the inner mean girl, which I think is super funny and cute. Um, I, I kind of like, 
Yeah. I usually call it a he. I don't know why, actually. Probably because I also see, like, Father God as a he and Jesus as a he and the Holy Spirit um, as a he. So I guess, you know, the inner critic is a he also <laughs> in my world. It actually doesn't matter, right? But um, anyway, I digress. But that inner critic, boy or girl, whatever you want to define it as, loves to come when we're getting ready to step into something that God has for us. But as we step in more and more and more and more and more things, you know, there there is a possible, there absolutely is a very big probability that you really can wrangle him better and better. Um, but he'll sneak in sometimes again from time to time, you know, and just smack me upside the head. But But then I realize it. I can see it a little more clearly because I've been paying attention for a long time. <laughs> to the different thoughts um and uh he could sneak in but sometimes I'll recognize it a little quicker I'll leave you with this story about the inner critic but it was recent and I was getting ready to actually launch all this stuff on the inner critic so you know of course he would come bug me again but because I pretty much I've got him pretty pretty well figured out I mean you know and so he's got to be a little more crafty these days. And um, I just was like, you know, doing my makeup. And I was like, what is wrong with my face? Like, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I just, every time I do my makeup, it just looks bad. Like, I was like, I mean, last week it didn't. But, oh, my God, what is wrong? You know, I tried this different mixture of the foundation, try to get the right color. I mean, I just was like having some trouble, you know, like what is wrong with me? You know, what is wrong with my face? Like that's what I kept saying. Like, so I wasn't beating myself up like I used to, but I was like questioning. I just, what is wrong? Like, why is my makeup, you know? And like, you tend to try to fix yourself. That's also a, um, a sign of the inner critic. And so then, you know, so that was kind of went on for a few days, right? I didn't really catch that that was the inner critic. I just thought there's something jacked up with my makeup, you know? And so I wasn't beating myself up about it, but I was aware. I was very kind of hyper aware of it. And then I was headed out somewhere. I just like washed my hair, like, you know, blah, 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 did it up. And I thought, oh, your hair, your hair needs to be cut. And then all of a sudden I thought, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, because then, then it went to, you are so effing, I'm not going to say that word, ugly. Like I heard, I, I didn't, it's not audible, right? It's very, very subtle, but I just had this like kind of, it was almost like a feeling. You are so effing ugly. And I thought, whoa, 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 whoa. I know who that is. All of a sudden it kind of, I thought, oh, no, 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 no. I knew who that is. I knew who that is. And, you know, I just thought, okay, you know, and, uh, and then, you know, I went on with my my day. Uh, I did a couple things I do when I when that happens and phone a friend, you know, or at least speak it out loud. Um, and then uh, I was actually going to a conference and got to see Havilah Cunnington, one of my favorites, speak and worship and stuff. And, and then after that, that, it was gone, you know. So... <laughs> I laugh because I'm just like, yo, you're crafty. You know what I mean? So we've got to be, you know, we don't want to navel gaze. Looking all over the inner critics in our head. I mean, please don't do that. It'll, it'll It'll ruin your life. No, just kidding. But, you know, 
the Bible says be aware of the schemes of the enemy, right? So we do want to be aware, right? We don't want to just be like, do 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 you know what I mean? Like, Kalua, so what's going on in that pretty head of ours? So, you know, it's uh, it's important to, yeah, be a little FBI agent when it comes to the thoughts in your head. And that's what we're going to do um, on our workshop coming up. So get registered, share it with your friends, bring a workshop buddy. It's always fun. That way y'all can kind of practice the stuff after um, together. It's always good to have a together friend, a workshop buddy, so you guys know know the strategies and the language and you can chat about it. So anyway, all right. Well, I bless you guys. We will be on later this week with another story uh, to inspire you to start that thing, whatever it is. So bless you. Bye.